0: Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words,
1: problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them.
0: So if you want to find financial freedom,
1: make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, Or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which
0: is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of more service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter at businessbrospod and visit our website csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to take
1: action to help others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember... If success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. Boom. I like saying boom on the mic. It just sounds really cool in my ear. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, the other thing that I like is tapping it on the backside. Tapping the, the mic? Yeah. yeah. Or even on the wire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, it makes, so it makes funny there. sounds. All right. So, it does make funny sounds. So
0: now you know why I say boom, because it yep. just sounds cool.
1: This is quality, quality, a quality uh, podcasting here. But anyway. <laughs> all all right. right. Let's
0: jump into uh, our Twitter shout outs for today. First one goes out to Xavier, uh, at XavierJP JP underscore from, how do I say that? Leicester. Leicester, England. So I want to say thanks, first of all, for all the retweets. And uh, check out his Twitter for some life hacks because uh, we're just showing some, some Twitter love for yeah. the love that we get. For sure, and and
1: before we jump over there, uh, this is the first comment I think that we've had from another country, and uh, we've had a few other followers from other states as far out as uh, Philly, I've seen, Mm -hmm. so, um, uh, I mean, that's another, that's a city, but, you know, the state of Pennsylvania, so, uh, really cool, thank you for all the love uh, around the country and around the world. Yeah, that's really amazing. It is, (laughs) I love it, but that's the beauty of the internet, man, the world got made a lot smaller. It did, but... uh, very cool very very uh, uh very cool to to get these followers from all over the country and all over the world so thank you Xavier
0: and you know i mean really on twitter it's really cool when you get the little hearts right but but when somebody has you know, reads whatever it is you put out there, and then retweets it. To me, means that that it touched them a little deeper, right? It mm. got to them. It, it's something that is going on in their life where this message helped them out at that particular moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, our next one goes to at uh That's Y U B N ninety three and. I want to send out appreciation for him too cuz he's also one of our followers, recent followers, but he's also been retweeting some of our messages and so, you know, I don't know when when they re- when you retweet, I don't know if it's something that it's something you needed to hear or you're sharing it with somebody who needed to hear it. But either way, you know, we very much appreciate it. We spend a lot, well, I spend a lot of time on Twitter trying to help as many people as possible. So every retweet kind of gives me that little boost of ego. You know, I mean, last time <laughs> last time we were talking about how when you want to complete something on your schedule, you start off with the little projects first to, you know, get that little check mark that you finished yeah, it right
1: start building momentum
0: you start building momentum and so same thing with with twitter you know i can post out a lot of stuff but if no one's ever giving it hearts or retweeting it then you kind of feel like it's not worth it but when some when when you start getting more and more retweets i know that the message is resonating at least with some people and somewhere so you know xavier and uh, and you've been 93 thank you for for following and thanks for the retweets it really does mean a lot so we want to get those out there and then we got one more Now this one, um, this one's kind of a bigger one. This one goes out to at Lewis uh, Howes. Howes. Yeah, Howes, right? At Lewis Howes, who is a New York Times best selling best selling author, right? He's got a top fifty podcast with eighty million downloads. So like we're trying to aspire to be something like that, right? Now he always posts like thought provoking questions on Twitter, which is not different than anybody else who's on twitter people do that all the time but to me what makes him unique is that he replies to each and every comment on his feed and for us being small i mean we're not even at a hundred followers yet right Mm -hmm. but we have quality people who follow us who always are interacting and every interaction for us means that we need to have a response whether you do a retweet whether you're a new follower we always send out a little comment if you comment on any of our, our stuff we you go ahead and do that and it's very time consuming and so to see that he gets on there and he replies to every single one of his uh whoever comments on his feed that just shows you how much he wants to be of service how respectful he is to the people who follow him and i can see i mean just with with that kind of interaction i can see why he's well liked and well followed plus if you want to know his story it's kind of pretty it's it's wow <laughs> I'm just gonna say <laughs> wow wow story right I mean check out he's got a spot with uh Ellen DeGeneres, and uh it it's about a seven minute video that he has on his Twitter feed and it's um I mean it's amazing it's done really well and of course Ellen's amazing too of course so course. you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna add uh, the Ellen show here on this one too because she's Really cool, and you know, again, this story is amazing, and it shows, I think it really, really goes to the point of what we try to put out in our podcast on a daily basis, which yeah. is to be of service to others.
1: Definitely, and and it's kind of funny, I actually uh, started reading, uh, after our interaction with, with Lewis earlier this week, I started looking at uh, the podcast that he puts out, and I love some of these titles. I did subscribe, by the way, so uh, the podcast is The School of Greatness. The School of Greatness with uh, Lewis Howes. And I just want to read off a couple of the titles. Uh, The Gift of of Acknowledgement. How often do you tell the people around you what you love about them? Loving Yourself Authentically. Uh, Money Habits. How to Create a Rich Life. Uh, What else we got? Uh, There was another really good one down here. Oh, he actually has uh, Success Habits. The Proven Way to Achieve Your Dreams with James Clear. Who we got a book recommendation from. For the the power of habits. Yep, from the Power of Habits. Yep, from so, Melina again. Yep, Melina again dropped on the podcast again. She's <laughs> awesome. Um, but no, the 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 reason why I bring that up actually is that it's it's actually kind of funny. So the thought that I had was you have always been the logical one. I've always been the more emotional, the one. emotional one. Yeah. Right. And maybe we haven't brought as much of that emotional stuff into the podcast as much as maybe we could, right? So, like, I think that we, we focus a lot on business and logic and money and these other things. But I'm looking at Lewis Lewis's podcast, and the very first one is The Gift of Acknowledgement. And how often do you tell the people around you what you love about them? And to me, that's, like, that's that's really something that I have uh, strived to do uh, in the past couple of years I'd say I'd, I'd say the past year or so uh, is something that I've really strived to, to, to be more open and vulnerable and just really truly love people right part of being of service to others uh, stems from from this vulnerability that I've allowed myself to have to really have a heart for people. I think that there was a time, and I'll, I'll admit this: there was a time where I was very cold-hearted, didn't want to be associated with people, very just just had this this uh, this wall, right? I didn't want to.
0: Yeah, people suck. Is people what you suck. That was kind of your mentality. <laughs> right? It I was. I remember that. It yeah. was.
1: Uh, but definitely in the past year and some change, you know, there, there's been a, a mind shift, a heart shift, if you will, uh, and and I'm trying to be more open and vulnerable and telling people, you know, the things that you love about them. You know, those are little things that that will make somebody's day. Uh, another tweet of Lewis's that I saw here was a retweet about gratitude. Right? Uh, Coming from actually Jack Canfield. Gratitude truly the most powerful force in the universe. And it's so true. Um, My wife, she actually wakes up every morning and she does a voice recording of a gratitude list. And this comes from uh, Abraham Hicks, right? All shout outs all around, right? Hopefully we'll add all of these people. Um, And the gratitude list in the morning is something that gets her going gets her in the right mindset to again be of service to more people every day and you know it 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 opens that mindset it opens the heart to to allow yourself to love people to be grateful for the day and be of service to people more genuinely
0: because people can tell when you're being you know facetious or you're just like hey how's it going but you don't really care versus when you do care and when you do care it really does make a huge difference because they acknowledge the fact that you took time out of your whatever it is they were doing to acknowledge whatever it is that they were doing that what they're doing is important that what they have going on it has value and there are real consequences to whatever it is that's going on in their life and you took the time to acknowledge that right i mean it's it's huge and and you're right you're right there's not as much as emotion in our stuff as we'd like cuz we are very uh pushed into the we we are very business oriented but honestly it comes down to that like we we t- we've met a bunch of people at the uh at the grand opening the last week for uh, Big Block Realty, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the most passionate people like uh, Ryan, right? Like Ryan Lipsy. Yep, Ryan. I mean, when he comes around the room and he's talking to you, you can tell he genuinely cares about what he's – what he's talking to you about, whatever it is, didn't matter what the topic was. As as I saw him around the room, he he had his eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. He really did care about them. He's mm-hmm. shaking hands, hot, partially hugging. Right, he really brings you in and shows you admiration for what it is mm-hmm. that you do. And I think good uh, leaders, I think. Um, the reason why uh lewis has so many you know downloads is because his message is true and because he does take the time to get on twitter and talk to his people mm-hmm. to his followers and acknowledge what's going on in their life and just that little acknowledgement can change somebody's day
1: for sure for sure uh, and that, that yeah that's that's definitely the thing that i love about it and uh acknowledge your people be of service to them show them tell them don't show them tell them or Tell them, show them, whatever. I exactly show this, what it is. I show this
0: video in class by uh, Eric Thomas, uh-huh. and there's one little section that he likes that, that that he has that I like. I really appreciate is, um, you are amazing, right? How often do people tell you that you are amazing? You're amazing at art. You're amazing at math. You're amazing at sports. Whatever it is, how often do people tell you that you are amazing? And you kind of forget the fact that. You yourself are amazing. You might have mm-hmm. a stressful day. You might be having, uh, you know, a lot of no's for your day in your sales calls. You might have lost a deal that fell through or whatever's going on in your day, but you forget the fact that you are amazing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when, when somebody has a rough day and a perfect stranger comes up to them and acknowledges, you know, their stress or their way they're dressed or the whatever is, you know, something that they acknowledge about them and basically is... Saying that is that you are amazing, it puts you in a different mindset. Whatever happened in the past is in the past, and now you can move forward and understand that you're amazing
1: and you can get there. You have the ability to move on. I love it. We're giving out so many shout outs. So many shout outs, by the way. That's at Eric Thomas BTC, and I love his uh, motto that he's got on here when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Then That's when be win. Su- yeah, successful. he does have a good one on that yep. too. Well, I'll, I'll, That's I'll share
0: that one another time. All right, let's let's jump into today's show notes. Your time is up. I mean, it kind of it it's it's a, a little gruesome in a way if if you really think about where this one comes from. Okay, but um, where where I brought it from, anyways? Because don't the, tell me it was Stanley. No, nah, well, it was the thought of Stan Lee and you know looking back in his life mm-hmm. and you know realizing that. Death is just part of life. We're all right. eventually going to get there. And what if your time ended like today? Mm-hmm. Like, could you look back and say, "I did everything I wanted to do. I was a good person." Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> or if you're religious, can you stand at the pearly gates and you know you're getting in, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. what is it? You know, if 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 time ended today, where would you be at, right? What 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 would you do? And one of the one of the activities that I've done in the past a couple times, I haven't done it recently, but. It was to write your own eulogy. Oh, like, yeah. really think about what you would say to people where you're at today. You know, did it's I? It's been a while. You know, and, and it's it's heart-wrenching because cause every time I do it, I always end up with nothing but thank yous. Hmm. I can never get past the thank yous because. Gratitude. It's, exactly. Because ultimately, anything after that, anything beyond that is like I'm whining or I'm griping or uh, like, I didn't really need that or I don't really need to do this. It always comes down to thanks for the time that I had with you or mm-hmm. or I really appreciate who you've become mm-hmm. or I'm so proud of, you know, whatever, because yeah, I have kids. So I'm so proud of the person you are and this is who I see. And thank you for letting me be a good, you know, all these different um, emotions of gratitude and appreciation. And if you if you do that activity, you it kind of brings a perspective on things. You know, like like when we talk about finance, when we talk about money, these are all materialistic things. These are things that we can gain and lose and gain and lose over and over again in one lifetime. But the things that really are important, right, the things that we can't get back, the time that we've lost, all that was, like, free. Mm-hmm. All that was given to us. What the, is that?
1: The best things in life are always free. The
0: best things in life are, are always free. So sometimes you need to step back and... You know, really take a look at what's going on today and put it in perspective Mm -hmm. in the bigger picture of things.
1: Quality, man. Quality time. Quality people. Uh, I mean, today we're sitting here recording right before our family's Thanksgiving, right? And we know that we're going to be able to spend this time with them. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll be... Present in the moment because we're not thinking about all the other things that we have to do. We can just be there and enjoy the time. And those are the things that we'll look back on when we're old and say, "Yeah, that that's what we're grateful for." All right, because we don't, you don't want to have regret later on. For sure, for sure. What is it that uh, Tim always says? You're you're dead for a
0: very long time. You're alive for a short time and dead for a very long time. So, so make the most of so it so make while the most you're alive. Of it while you're there, which you know, which really brings us into. I mean, our conversation here is is more on what does retirement look like for you, right? We're talking about time is up, right? Some of you are, you know, I think our listeners are more towards their 30s and 40s, maybe in their 50s, and you're looking at the time ticking away, and you're getting ready to retire, and you're looking at your accounts and thinking, can I even retire, hmm. right? And so what I like to do with my with my seniors in high school is is really start at the end, Because Mm -hmm. oftentimes, especially in today's world, these kids are are getting churned out. They go to high school, then they're told they're supposed to go to college, and then they're supposed to get a job. But nobody's ever told them why. (laughs)
1: Nobody's told them why. Why
0: are you doing that? Do you even know why? Because you're supposed to. That's why. That's their answer all the time. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what my mom said I'm supposed to do. My dad said I'm supposed to do. But then the problem is they spend 10, 15, 20, 30 years working and still don't know why. It's right. not until they're like 10 5 10 years away from retirement that they're like, "Oh, okay, now I got to plan for retirement." Really?
1: No, you should have been planning a long time ago. But, you know, that's that's a funny thing is Even when I when I first joined the Navy, right, 22 years old, I remember sitting in a class and they're like, start putting money into your savings now. And when you get to 65, you know, you're going to have a million dollars more than the guy who starts investing when he's 35. Here I am now at 35 and you know
0: but but that's the thing though it, they make it they make it seem like if it's something so far-fetched in the future they, uh-huh. they put a time limit on it and when we talk about goals we always talk about specific measurable attainable realistic timely right right and the the problem is when they're talking to you about this goal is they set the time for you mm-hmm. you don't set the time they've always set the time right but who's they the they people are, who come up with these statistics, but they are not even important in your life. You are the one who's important right. in your life, so you should be the one setting the time frame. Right, right. When we talk, when I talk to real estate agents all the time, same thing. Why did you get into business in the first place? It's one of our pro, one of our prime questions at the beginning. You didn't get into the business just to, you know, pass time and pay your bills. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you want to do that, but you got in because you wanted freedom. You wanted time. You wanted all these different things, Mm -hmm. and that's really what retirement is. I mean, I'm starting to go away from the word retirement and starting to just call it rich because that's really what it is. It's when your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. That's retirement. Now, how you decide what that retirement will look like is completely up to you. But I think that's a decision that you need to make as early as possible. And the thing is, you can put it on a live contract with yourself. Like, in other words, it's going to change as you change. Mm -hmm. It's going to alter as you alter, as you meet your spouse or you have kids or you don't have kids or you raise dogs or you raise horses or I don't care what it is that you do in your life. Mm -hmm. It's going to change. But at least you have the end game concept in mind and understand that it's not a time problem it's a money problem retirement is not a time issue it's a money issue but when we get coached or when we get told about retirement everybody sets the same time on it
1: 65
0: 65 60 65 67 and a half
1: right Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm.
0: put these arbitrary time restraints and nobody wants to think about that time when they're 20s or 30s no. or 40s, that's far away. So they don't do it because it's so far away. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you were to decide, I know what my dollar amount is. If I had $10,000 a month or 4000 or 6000 whatever, $10,000 a month coming in without me working for it,
1: I'm done. That's it. Right? 120 grand a year.
0: That's it. That's all I need. So, I mean, seriously, well, it's that simple,
1: right? Seriously, it's that easy. Seriously,
0: it's that easy. So, 10000 a month. Now, all you really got to do is work it backwards. Mm-hmm. So, what do you need to do to get $10,000 a month?
1: Right? Yes. And you know what? I'm going to just jump in here and talk about that vision, right? Because that is such an important part. Not just, I mean, it's, it's definitely some important piece of your life. Right when you're talking about retirement, when you're talking about how much do you want to have, uh, you know, over the course of a year on a monthly basis, whatever it is, having that vision and knowing exactly what that is, it has to be clear. Yes, it has to be clear because if you just kind of think maybe it's going to look a little bit something like this, I don't know, and it could be maybe this or it might be, you know, that over there, whatever. If you don't have a clear concise vision of what retirement or success looks like to you then you don't have something to work backwards from that's true and that's something that you you can only decide for yourself what does that look like
0: yeah well the 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 thing about making it a monetary problem versus a time problem is that now you have a goal right Let's mm-hmm. say it's ten thousand a month. Let's say it's rentals that you're gonna go after. So if you're gonna acquire rental property, and let's say each rental brings in a thousand dollars a month to make it simple, mm-hmm. you need to acquire ten properties. That's it. That's it, right? Ten cash paid properties. Now let's say these properties are maybe a hundred, a uh, hundred twenty thousand dollars. Let's use a hundred thousand because it's easy. Mm-hmm. That means you need ten of those, right? So how much is that at a zero at the end? A million. It's a million dollars in assets. In cash. That's your goal. That's it. Get there. Right? Easy. Now, these are generic. I know random numbers we threw out in the air, right? I get that. I understand that these are generic. But and the things are gonna change, right? Well, rental properties have you know things you need to fix and do this because in reality you know, if you're sh- if you're shooting for ten thousand dollars a month, and it is and it is a thousand dollars a month per mm-hmm. property, you're probably not going to need ten. You're probably going to need something closer to like sixteen to twenty, right. right, to cover those types of expenses to come in. But it doesn't matter. The point is that you have a goal, and you now are progressing towards that goal. So now, when you're working at your job at your job. And you're looking at your expenses, how much money you're putting away, you can see exactly how fast you're going to get there. Right. It's no longer a wait till I'm 65 game. It's how fast can I get there game. Mm -hmm. And that's a much different strategy because now it's just how fast can I get to a million dollars in assets.
1: Yeah. So it stops being a passive game where I'm just going to put this money into a retirement account and wait until I'm 65 to start drawing on it. And it becomes an active game where you start putting your money into storage. Right. Right. Storage means that it's just being stored for later use, and you figure out how to use that money to make more money. Exactly. And how fast can I turn that around? How what? How quickly can I make a hundred percent return on my investment? But the uh, the other thing
0: is, it's an accountability factor, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're focused on making that extra money, so you are more willing to have a side hustle. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go get maybe a license where you can earn an additional income mm. you're not focusing your efforts on your job because you need to understand that it's not your boss's job to make you rich so you're not wasting your time complaining about they don't appreciate me at work uh, i need to get a better pay raise or i need more overtime none of that is important anymore right because you know that the game is to acquire more wealth and you know that your job is there to help you maintain what you're doing and for your maybe month to month expenses but you have your side hustle that's really getting to work for you Mm -hmm. this is where you're focusing your attention on learning how do i acquire assets at lower prices right this is where you're learning i'm a salesperson and i make sales outside of work right you're not dedicating your time in that employment perspective to make your boss rich you're focusing your efforts on your side hustle to make you rich Right. I, and, and I talk about this with with real estate agents all the time, because, again, they lose track of where they're going. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, they, they're focusing on transactions. I, you know, so you know, my team sold 400 houses this year and that sounds great. Cool. How much money did you make?
1: Well, after expenses and, you know, we've had to pay out all these commissions and that's good. Know, How much profit it. did you make? Well, you know, we had to do... Uh, and it
0: always comes down to that same issue, right? How much profit are you making? If you are in real estate, your job is to make a profit by being of service to other people and helping them achieve their dreams. Look, that's the primary function of every business. The business, Your purpose in business is to be of service to others, but your business's purpose is to make a profit. And if you're not making a profit, why are you doing it? Ultimately, you need to achieve your dream, right? Your time is up. If your time was up, you know, if your time is at 65 and you're getting closer to 65, you need to make that much more money quicker. Why procrastinate it? Why wait till you're 50 to start making that kind of money to put into your retirement account Mm -hmm. when you can do it in your 20s and 30s and enjoy the rest of your time after that? I mean, it really depends on how hard you want to hustle and how focused on taking that profit and reinvesting that profit so that your money works for you. You no longer have to work for your money.
1: Fair enough. I love it. I love it. Um, I guess the last thing we can talk about here, or how are we doing on time there?
0: Uh, We got about four minutes.
1: All right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, and this last note that you have here, really cool. Um, If you do focus your business in being a service to others, and you do it genuinely, have a heart for people like we were talking about earlier, you're going to wind up, and I think you will, with 10,000 people at your funeral.
0: Yeah, we talked about that with with mom. (laughs) Yep. Mom is going to have, I, I know oh, yeah. mom is going to have more than 10,000 people in her funeral. She just oh, yeah, affects so sure. many people. I was talking with dad actually today uh, about how m- mom tends to do a lot of things uh, for a lot of people mm-hmm. that don't return a, mo- that don't have a monetary return. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, she affects so many people's lives, and everything she does is not always a profit-driven thing. Very, very little
1: of it is. I don't think, I don't think she's I, ever done it profit-driven. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, she, she does fundraisers. Yes. Right? But the fundraisers are never for her own Fundraising. <laughs> yeah. It's never for her funds. She'll do fundraisers for the schools and for the church and for the food bank and for all of these different organizations that she's a part of, but she doesn't actually profit from. 0% of her motivation is profit driven. Right. But Which-
0: then again, 100% of her efforts Are profit driven Towards the organization That she's working towards Yes And that's the thing That's the profit-driven difference Profit driven for her Yeah I for, should specify for, Yeah because for her For her The the profits are in the joy That she brings to people mm-hmm, That's right and, and, and that's why for us You know Being of service to others Stems from That kind of upbringing Because mm-hmm. mom is gonna have 10,000 plus people At hef- her funeral Because of the joy she brings It's not that that's she right. can't make money she chooses not to make it for herself, but for her causes. That's right. Right. And so and so the better you can be of service to others, you, revenue will come if revenue is your purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. But it only comes with being
1: of service to others. So, you know. No if, matter. Yeah. I mean, you, you said if revenue is your purpose, but revenue shouldn't be your purpose. Being of service to others should be your purpose the revenue will come
0: the revenue will come the revenue
1: will come be of service to others the revenue will come now mom just happens to be someone who does things for non-profit reasons right Nonprofit organizations that's what she does but if you're part of a for-profit organization you want to make a profit focus on being of service to others the revenue will come
0: the revenue will come sweet all right so i mean that's pretty much the time we have for our podcast today so the last thing i want to make sure i i put out there is is when you're thinking about the end game think take a second really step back think about what it is that you want out of your accumulation phase out of your hustling phase by the way accumulation is you know usually between 20 and, and 60 when you're working in your prime working years right what is it that you want to achieve how soon do you want to achieve it and then lay out a plan to get there all right that's really what we're after in this in today's episode aside from all the additional shout outs and gratitude that we want to make sure that we give on our show um, a little bit of insight into you know getting to where you want to go on a fiscal basis but mainly as as you know because it is the season of thanksgiving (laughs) we want to make sure we're giving thanks out as much as we possibly can too so thanks for checking out the show we really really do appreciate every single listen every single tweet every single itunes review and so thank you to all of you guys out there but that's all we got for you guys today peace bye bye and i'm out